I think I can sum up the show for you with one word. Nothing. And now, giving you access to the locker rooms and the minds of the independent scene, here are the curtain jerkers of pro wrestling podcasting. Mike Crockett. Actually, I prefer to be called Maestro. And the kingpin, Brian Malonis. He's the win, and nobody beats him. This is the wrestling podcast about nothing on the New Age Insiders Network. Welcome to the Wrestling Podcast about nothing, episode 46, presented by BDARadio.com. There are so many pro wrestling podcasts out there covering every facet of the business. So we went to BDA Radio and said we had a different idea for a podcast. Everybody's doing something. We'll do nothing. They said, what's wrestling podcast about? We said nothing. And thankfully they said, we think we have something here. So here we are. My name is Mike Crockett. I'm a longtime independent wrestling referee in the Northeast, currently on an extended hiatus from the ring. And joining me as always is a veteran of the New England Independent Matt Wars, the irresistible force, the immovable object, the biggest man ever in the semifinals of the top prospect tournament, the kingpin, Brian Malonis. I'm having the strangest feeling of deja vu, Michael. Yeah, well, Good Lord. we are actually literally driving down the highways and byways. We are in a uh, Honda Civic, I believe, being manned by one uh, Ring of Honor senior official, Todd Sinclair. Hello, hello. Thank you very much. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we, we just attempted to record this once, and the... Uh, the recorder died, so hopefully it, it stays with us for the duration here. But yeah, as we, we uh, mentioned, we are driving, we are on the highways, we are heading to New York City, Brian, because... Well, uh, because uh, as you can now hashtag, uh, well, it's hashtag watch ROH, but as you can see, I've advanced uh, to the semifinals of the Top Prospect Tournament, as if there was any doubt. Yes. But we, we couldn't talk about it, but now we can. Now we can talk about it, and we will today. Yes. And also today on the Wrestling Podcast about nothing on the NAI Network, we've got your promo about nothing, as always. And we're going to talk to the New England Pro Wrestling Academy's Brian Fury about the documentary being released this week on Fury's final fight late last year. Uh, but first, normally, in addition to this podcast, which comes out on the New Age Insiders Network every Monday, we do a different exclusive BDA bonus episode on Thursdays, but this past week, Brian, it was not to be. There was no BDA bonus episode, sadly. Yeah, tell them, tell them why uh, you caused us not to have an episode. Well, the, the fans deserve an explanation, just as I do. Well, Brian, we did actually record. We planned for this. I had a big work week on tap, and we actually did record on Monday evening, uh, You know, the evening after last week's NAI Network episode came out, and... Uh, we recorded, and there was uh, there might have been some slight issues with the 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 episode overall. Now the world will never know why you booked Bret Hart's debut in WCW so poorly, and they want to know. Damn it! Uh, there, <laughs> yeah, we we didn't do a poll topic because this whole this whole work thing kind of sprung up on me, so we just recorded, uh, and yeah, it it didn't go so well. Uh, Brian attempted to do his uh, special game. And it wasn't so special. Well, I think the participant in the game wasn't so special. I gave you the opportunity to prepare for this. You chose not to. You wanted to be. You wanted me to spring it on you. And you, you, you stimmered and stammered. I'm making up words left yeah. and right here. <laughs> and uh, he hawed your way to a bunch of nonsense. <laughs> he hawed. Are show. we gonna go? Are we gonna go stop at Frank Pepe's here? We probably World should. famous it, Pepe's Pizza. It is. It is. Uh, Ron Zombie swears by it. <laughs> but um, 
the yeah, the, it, that wasn't the reason. That wasn't the reason the episode didn't come out, Brian. That was not the reason. Well, yeah, you didn't have time to edit your edit, edit your uh, your responses together so they sounded coherent. <laughs> I get I, it. I couldn't edit myself into coherence. No, I cannot. <laughs> but um, I worked a twelve-hour day on Tuesday. All right. Then I worked a seventeen-hour day, Brian. I worked seventeen. I worked two eight-hour shifts on Wednesday. All right. And I, I I thought I would have time that night to do the editing. Well, one of those two nights to do the editing. It was not to be. And by the time Friday rolled around, it was uh, it's it, it just wasn't going to happen, Brian. You hear these excuses, Todd? You hear these excuses? It, yeah, he's the worst. Mike Crockett's the worst. That's not that's not polite at all. And, and we and, and Todd Sinclair is a, is an avid fan. He woke up Thursday morning looking <laughs> for the wrestling <laughs> podcast about nothing. That's no bullshit. I absolutely did. I was up early and there was nothing there. I was pissed. Oh my goodness. And so this is a this is a, a true representation of our fan base, Michael. This is from the lips of a fan. <laughs> you woke up in the morning, really, really, Todd. <laughs> I think I was up from the night before, but okay. my sleep schedule is a little <laughs> screwy, but I was still pissed. I, I, I humbly apologize. <laughs> no, I, I really do apologize to all the people out there that were looking forward to uh, our Thursday episode. It will be back on schedule this week. I mean, we're uh, uh, Mike, uh, you kind of left out your apology to me in there. Um, did, I mean, were you getting to it? or What, what, what am I apologizing for? For, for uh, leaving all of my hard work on the cutting room floor. Well, it was it wasn't it wasn't cut. It was just it's just there. It's, it was never cut out. It was just never aired. I, I just I feel like I'm owed an apology here. It's it's our second lost episode, Brian, to go along with the Tomasa <laughs> Champa episode, <laughs> the wrestling podcast about nothing. Yeah, only one of them will, uh, was very good, and the other not so much. You know, and <laughs> uh, you know. And, that, and that's why you'll never hear the Tommaso Champa interview because it was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it may have been the other way around, Brian. It may have been the other way around. Um, so, yeah, we're on our way to New York City, Brian. Manhattan Mayhem, Ring of Honor, tonight in the big city. And uh, Where are you sitting tonight, Mike? Where's your ticket? Did you buy a ticket? I, I guess I'm going to have to buy a ticket, huh? <laughs> may, maybe I don't know. I heard this event sold out. Todd Sinclair? Sold out. They're going to be packed. Mike Crockett's gonna sit outside. F him. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He's gonna be like so. He's gonna be like Bobby Heenan uh, on on Raw. The first episode of Raw. <laughs> yes. I, I gotta go get a wig and a dress. <laughs> trying to get. In. Sean Mooney will catch up with you outside. <laughs> <laughs> certainly will. I, well, I guess uh, I don't know. I'll have to find a way in. This is uh, this is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You could be like the Playboy and buy yourself a floor seat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that that uh, show in uh, Wilmington all over again at the Shriners, where you guys had tickets and then I had to go. I had to go and buy a ticket, Todd. What is this story? We talked about this before on the podcast, I think. Did we? St- the quick story. If we talked about it before, I apologize. The quick story was we were going to the Shriners in Wilmington to go see a, uh, just some indie show. So it was me, Crockett, uh, our good friend Muck, and uh, I think Duke Stalton was yes. there. So as we're coming up to the front door, first, Dukes Dalton's like, I'm not paying. So he walked in and like a side door. Yeah. You know, nobody gave a crap about him. So the three of us come up and then we didn't tell Crockett this, but me and Muck had a plan. I had gotten free tickets from a guy at work who had sent out an email at my regular job, said, hey, I have these wrestling tickets. Anybody want them? So I took them. I had two. And right when we got to the ticket office... (laughs) Me and Muck grabbed the free tickets and said, all right, Mike, see you later, and made Crockett pay <laughs> as we walked in uh, with free tickets. 
Yes. I love that it was a plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it very ceremonial. You took the t two tickets out of your pocket and handed one over slowly to Eric. Yes, and you guys strolled into the door as I was left uh, with uh, fumbling for my wallet. It was uh, quite a terrible uh, event, but um, <laughs> overall. But uh, yes, yeah, so uh, we'll see if I, what I can do about getting it. We'll probably be back later to talk about if I was actually able to get into the event or not. But Brian, uh, this past week it aired on television over the uh, weekend on the Sinclair Affiliates. Your match, your first round match for the Ring of Honor Top Prospect Tournament, you against one Raphael King. What can you say about uh, this match here? Well, I dominated. <laughs> uh, I kicked his ass. You did. And I beat him. Wow. Yeah, I made short short, short work of him, uh, Michael. How short? Well, I don't know. Four, four minutes or so, roughly. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I didn't waste any time, Mike. I got right down to business. I guess so. <laughs> no, I mean, in all honesty, it was, a, uh, it was a great experience. I mean, obviously, from uh, a personal standpoint, it was pretty cool being in Pittsburgh and in the shadows of Vinesfield. So that part was uh, pretty cool. Um but just, yeah, after 15 years of uh, being at this to finally, um, you know, be on TV uh, wrestling, uh, it's pretty cool. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, it was funny right right before the match. And, and, again, I mean, everybody takes these things sort of differently or whatever. But uh, right before the match, you know, getting ready to go through the curtain, kind of hyping myself up or whatever. And, like, had, had a moment where I, <laughs> where I had to, like, compose myself because I got a little emotional. Um, because it was, I don't know, uh, just after 15 years, it's been a long road, uh, a couple times thinking it was, it was over and done with and to finally, um, you know, have a match that, that's airing on international TV at this point is, uh, pretty special, pretty awesome. And, and now here we are on our way to get a second chance at it. So, uh, I don't know. It's awesome. I don't even know how else to describe it. Uh, well, and, and as of the time of this recording, we haven't actually seen the match as it airs on television. Uh, so yeah, Nesson's a little behind in our area. <laughs> they aired uh, Friday night. They aired uh, episode two eighty four. I'm on episode two eighty five. So yeah, so they're almost a week behind the uh, the Sinclair affiliates. But um, so yeah, we'll probably talk about this more once we actually watch the television episode. Episode two eighty five. As you uh, are as you going to break it down critically, Mike? Are you going to? Uh yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> give it my uh, you know my critical eye, and we'll. Uh, How many stars? Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, we'll give it a star rating. <laughs> we, we might as well, right? Um, <laughs> also, Brian, we have a T-shirt to uh, do a terrible segue. We have a T-shirt. We we do, Michael. It's uh, you like to call us the uh, the curtain jerkers of I do like pro to wrestling that. podcasting. And we have a Curtain Jerker t-shirt. You can find it on ProWrestlingTees.com slash New Age Insiders. They were gracious enough to put our t-shirt in the New Age Insiders store on ProWrestlingTees. So it is the Curtain Jerker t-shirt. I really want everyone to go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash New Age Insiders. Pick up the shirt and uh, you'll do us a big favor. I'm thinking about uh, maybe next week or very soon we'll do a contest brian to give away a yeah. curtain jerker t-shirt and also too if you like that shirt and you want to see more shirts from the wrestling podcast about nothing you got to buy this one because uh, i forget the number now but after so many we get another t we get another t-shirt we can put up so you know you can have a whole collection if you if you buy enough of these things you could have like enough wrestling podcast about nothing t-shirts for like 
to wear every day of the week. Right, and, and Todd is going for his phone right now. Todd, Todd, you can order it afterwards. Don't, not right now, not right now. <laughs> He's driving. He's busy driving. <laughs> there, there is not a chance in hell that Todd Sinclair would spend one penny on this shirt, but I, I feel like he would take one for free, right? Love free shirts. Love them. <laughs> Double X, please. Thank you. <laughs> He's exclusively uh, wardrobed in free T-shirts from your honor. Yes. Uh, why, why wouldn't you? Why, who doesn't love free T-shirts? That's true. Do, That's we, do we get free T-shirts of these? <laughs> I, I, I don't think so. <laughs> What the hell? I'm gonna have to. I'm why, gonna, don't, why don't you get on there and buy us a couple, Mike? I'm gonna I'm gonna foot the bill for at least this one for the uh, contest. I'm I'm starting to dream well, up here. Well, thank you. You made me put the bill for our last contest. Right, for, it's, uh, it's only fair. Made me give away a T-shirt and eight by ten. How That's about true. that? It's only fair. It's only fair. Uh, all right, Brian. So we are on the road to New York City to the Hammerstein Ballroom. We're coming to a screeching halt right now. Yes, we are in traffic <laughs> of people probably looking over at us talking into microphones and it's a little awkward but uh how do you feel going into the hammerstein ballroom one of the most uh, famous buildings for wrestling um in the northeast i would say well it's amazing i've never i've never wrestled in new york city um so to get to wrestle in new york city for the first time in manhattan at the hammerstein ballroom um for for ring of honor is it's amazing i mean that's if you're going to debut in New York City, I mean, that's the way to debut, right? I mean... I think so, yeah. Uh, you know, pretty big stage to perform on, and uh, we'll see how the New York crowd takes to me. Uh, you know... A little uh, nervous? <laughs> um, I don't, it's like a nervous excitement. Uh, I, um, yeah, I, 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 I mean, yeah, I, I guess I am. I guess I am. I mean, at the heart of it, it's just wrestling, but... Um, you know, uh, there's definitely I definitely have some butterflies in my stomach right now. For for the the way the crowd's gonna react to you, the way the match is gonna go. What, the whole ex- no, I mean I'm, I'm confident the match will be will be good. I'm, I have no reservation about that. Just overall, like yeah, the crowd, the you know, um, you know, making I don't know, just overall the overall experience, I guess. Just butterflies, anxiousness. I can't wait for it to, you know, I can't wait till the moment's at hand. I guess at this point. So just call someone a fat pig and you'll be uh, <laughs> you'll be endeared to I'll, the crowd. I'll call our good friend Todd Sinclair. Oh, that's that's <laughs> a, Todd Todd one like that. About. I have done this before. I have called him a fat pig before. That's that's not nice. Well, I haven't. Brian Malonis, the person, has not. But the kingpin. Oh, okay. Brian Malonis uh, said that. So that that's you dialed up to to a hundred. Sure. Right? Yeah. Okay. All right, now now you it should have done that sense. in your Stone Cold Steve Austin voice. Oh, my my. my <laughs> I, 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 can't, I can't even bring myself to Todd staring at me in the rearview mirror. I can't, <laughs> I can't bring myself how to about, How about a little Enzo for, for Todd? He loves your, your Enzo you, Moray. You, you, pers- you like that, Todd? No. You, no. It's really rotten. It is so bad. <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know what's worse, that or your stupid dirt cheat shuffle song. Oh. Both, of us, both of us hate your Enzo impersonation. Do you, both Mike. of you? There's both a, of us. There's a, there's a couple. There's so what we what we got up in the front seat here. What we got? We got a we got a cup of haters. <laughs> we got a cup of haters up there, huh? What'd you think of that? Oh, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, so it's it's, in, it's an inspired impression. If I, I, if I do if say if so. Like, if like they did like a if, if WWE did like a Muppet type TV series with WWE care like you know performers, that would be the voice of Enzo More. Thank that, you. That would be the voice of him. That would the, the that would be the Muppet voice of Enzo. 
I will take that as a compliment that is intended. You're a regular Billy West. Thank you. <laughs> I was almost going to do a March shot impression, but no, that would really not be good for the uh, for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so lost right now. <laughs> <laughs> you deserved. Yeah, you should. You shouldn't. Uh, it's not worth uh, getting into. We'll get in trouble. Mike, we're well, we're not we're not too far from uh, exit nine on ninety five here in Stamford, Connecticut. Or ninety one is it? Or ninety is it ninety one or ninety five? Uh, we're on ninety five now, I think. Yeah, we're yeah, at ninety five. Okay. We're not too far. I think we should drop you off at exit nine, and you should go. Uh, you know, uh, uh, give the good folks at uh, WWE the, uh, your impersonation. See if you can get a job. <laughs> I'll be like the Jason Sensation of the uh, of the new generation. There you go. We'll get we'll get you there, buddy. That's that's nice. <laughs> I don't know about that. So uh, overall, like uh, road trips, Brian. What's your? How do you? How do you road trip? It's a good question, isn't it? I don't know. I think I think pretty well. Uh, I will say we've come a long way, Mike, because in this road trip you're actually speaking to me. Well, in his microphone. So if this there is, was, if this there is, wasn't. Maybe I should have done that years ago when uh, we used to travel to Delaware together. You didn't want to speak to me. <laughs> But uh, I don't know. This one's gone pretty smoothly until we just hit this traffic all of a sudden. But yeah, where are we? Exa- we're in Connecticut, some point. Uh, we're, we are near WWE. Office, we are. We're saying? exit fourteen. So on ninety-five. So all any of you folks in Connecticut, we may be by your house right now. Todd, usually you drive with uh, with uh, a number of different individuals. How do, how do we stack up against uh, the likes of a Bobby Cruz? Um, Fall Rivers, Bobby Cruz. Do you mean? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, Fall Rivers own. <laughs> Uh, Brian's pretty good. Uh, you leave a little bit something to desired, uh, to be desired, Michael. It's the Michael's a guest on this trip, just for everybody who's listening. He's a, he is a guest. Thank you. So we went. Brian met me at my house, and then we went to pick up Michael because Michael's on the way. So we got to Crockett's house. Yes. And uh, we get out on on the main road, and immediately this guest of our road trip says, ah, are we getting anything to eat? <laughs> it's hungry. Well, I understand, but you didn't say anything until right then th- as we turned away from a Dunkin' Donuts, which is where you wanted to go. So I'm like, hey, look, there's a Burger King coming up. Oh, I want Bur- I don't want Burger King. I want Dunkin' Donuts. So I had to make a special stop for Mike Crockett, and now we're going to be late because of this traffic because of you. So be late. I, I think you're rotten. I, th- I hate your guts. We're yeah, we have to make a call time, uh, Mike. I mean, it doesn't matter for you. You're not you're not booked. Uh, did you bring your gear though? That's the that's the big question. It's kind of a rule in wrestling uh, uh, road trips that that if you're coming along, you you never leave your gear at home. Did you did you bring your gear, Michael? Um. Well. Do you have your black undies on you? I I think I do. <laughs> I think I, I've 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 gone that far, but the in terms of uh, gear. I have yeah, I have a, a audio recorder. I have two microphones. <laughs> That's just about it. I may have some stuff that fits you at this point. <laughs> oh, what is what that <laughs> supposed to mean? I'm just saying. I I would have some. I might have some stuff that fits you. I don't like that one bit. <laughs> That's very rude. Yeah, Michael did not bring his gear, by the no. way. So <laughs> he, no, he has it underneath. <laughs> My, Michael's forbidden to referee anymore by his wife. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true at all. I don't like how you the uh, the the uh, insinuation. Which it wasn't an insinuation. It was a flat out. Uh, yeah, it was no, no insinuating yeah. whatsoever. It was. <laughs> <laughs> I called you out. <laughs> That's. I guess I called her out. Yeah, I guess so. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't like that one bit. Um, all right, so Brian, we are in Connecticut. We're on our way. 
we'll uh, stop the recording now, and we'll come back and uh, we'll talk a little more about your experience uh, in the big city in Hammerstein Ballroom, the second round of the top. Pro- Who's your opponent in the second round, by the way? I, I don't know yet. The match hasn't aired on TV, so your guess is as good as mine. Brian, come on. Spoiler <laughs> time. Spoiler time, finally. Well, no, it's either um, Chris LaRusso or Josh Woods. I, I don't know who won the match. I'm going to be surprised when I get there. You didn't see it? No, I didn't want any spoilers, Mike. So you didn't you didn't watch the monitor in back? You're supposed to, as a, as a wrestler, you're supposed to watch the monitor, watch all well, the on, matches. On house shows you do that, but when it's TV, you, if you don't want any spoilers, you you don't watch, and you watch it on TV the uh, when it actually airs. So you're just going to show up here tonight, and you're not going to know your opponent. You haven't had time to prepare. You haven't properly watched uh, watch videotape. That's the way it goes when you're in a tournament, Mike. That's the way it goes. I think you're uh, put. You put me on right here. <laughs> <laughs> you put me on. Well, you're very desperate for spoilers, Mike, and uh, I'm not. I'm not giving it to you. We're not discussing spoilers on, on this podcast. We don't do spoilers. All right. Well, uh, hopefully we are gonna get off the uh, highway. I think I need another uh, muffin or some side of breakfast sandwich. Ugh. <laughs> All right. So we'll be back. Talk about more uh, with the kingpin and his experience. At the Hammerstein Ballroom, the second round of the top prospect tournament for Ring of Honor. Manhattan Mayhem is tonight in the big city. All right, we are back. It is 1.30 a.m. Saturday night slash Sunday morning. It is after the big event at the Hammerstein Ballroom, Manhattan Mayhem 6. And a lot of big news went down this evening. And probably the biggest news, though, of the entire night was that Brian Malonis almost pissed his pants. <laughs> Do we well, want to talk about this, Brian? Uh, sure. I had to pee really bad, and uh, we were stuck in traffic, and uh, it was a close call. The, 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 you said the closest call of your, of your young life. I think, I think of my adult life. I think that, that was the closest I've come to peeing my pants. Well, I, I know that uh, Kyle Sinclair has a accident, what is it, every six months, Todd? Roughly, roughly about six months, yeah. <laughs> and he says that to like everyone, like uh, you know, shits their pants like you know once or twice a year, right? Like, <laughs> no, no, I've never have, no. never. Last time I shit my pants, I was like ten years old. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the, it, it isn't a number two. It was a number one, Brian. It was a number one. And I... you, uh, you had no means. You, uh, there was no bottle you could use. Oh yeah, it would have been disaster. I think I think it would have created less of a mess had I just peed my pants and tried to pee in a bottle. <laughs> but uh, you made it in the nick of time. We got to uh, the lovely Manhattan Center, uh, home of the Hammerstein Ballroom, and we dropped you off at the door, and you uh, scurried into the building to uh, relieve yourself. It was a very uncomfortable walk and a very long <laughs> pee, but it was uh, but it was well worth it. Well, uh, okay. The other big news of the evening. Well, a couple of big items the the hardys made a surprise appearance this evening uh to challenge the young bucks the young bucks had actually just competed in a tag team match defeating uh, leo rush and jay white when the lights went out in the hammerstein ballroom and uh they came back on and in the ring was uh, broken matt hardy and brother nero and uh the crowd went absolutely insane were you uh you were backstage, Brian, or were you kind of like uh, creeping? No, I was. I was backstage. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, quite a reaction that they got. It was ridiculous. Uh, the the lights went out. The place went 
uh, bananas. Then uh, they can say, I, I think they, they knew right away, basically. And then when they came out, it got even louder. And then and then uh, when they you know figured out they're actually going to be a match for the tag team titles, just again amazing. Uh, those are the types of things where it's still cool to just like sit back and watch it and just enjoy it as a fan. Yes, the uh, the tag team title match was uh, sanctioned immediately by the senior official of Ring of Honor, one Todd Sinclair, who is still uh, who is once again driving. as we are through the uh, doldrums of Connecticut on our <laughs> way back to lovely Massachusetts, well, New Hampshire for you, Brian, but uh, Massachusetts for myself and Todd Sinclair. But yes, the uh, the Hardys they got their immediate uh, tag team title match through ROH World Tag Team Titles. And the Hardys are leaving New York City, the new Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions. And uh, Matt Hardy got on the microphone after the match and uh, talked about how, you know, he everyone thought he was going with uh, Meek Mahan. But uh, he has signed a contract with Ring of Honor. He himself and Brother Nero signed contracts with Ring of Honor. And they will be appearing. I think I said I, I was, uh, you should go to the Twitter, at the WPA again. I was... Uh, tweeting photos all night of uh, Manhattan Mayhem. I think I said that they they uh, announced they'll be there for a ton of dates, but in, in actuality it was three. <laughs> he, he, announced, he announced three dates that he would be at. He's going to be at the, um, the pay-per-view in Vegas, which is next week, and then the TV taping is the next day, and then the Lakeland, Florida um, shows you know, on, on WrestleMania weekend. So, uh, I mean, they're for the time being anyway. The, the Hardys are part of Ring of Honor, and that's uh, a great thing for the company, right, Brian? Yeah, I think it's a, I mean, it's a really great thing. I think the Broken Hardy's uh, deal is one of the hottest things in pro wrestling right now and as evidenced by the reaction from the crowd at uh, the Hammerstein Ballroom tonight. Pretty amazing stuff. And then uh, the main event, there was another big surprise, Brian. Um, the man uh, formerly known as Bubba Ray Dudley, now I, I suppose known as, once again, as Bully Ray, ran in after the main event between Adam Cole and Bobby Fish for the World Heavyweight title. The Bullet Club actually ran in after Cole uh, retained the championship. The Bullet Club beat down Bobby Fish, and then the Briscoes came in to try to even the odds, but they too were beaten down by the Bullet Club. But then Bully Ray made his appearance and ended up putting the world champion Adam Cole through a table, and he uh, got on the microphone and also spoke about uh, having some contract offers on the table but he said a ring of honor kind of reminded him of a company that is near and dear to his heart so he wanted to be a part of ring of honor so uh it looks like we've got some bully ray coming our way in ring of honor brian yeah i mean another <laughs> kind of crazy night there two uh well three i guess three really big names debuting for ring of honor I, I, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Jeff, did Jeff Hardy, has Jeff Hardy ever wrestled for Ring of Honor before, Todd? Yes. Yeah, yeah, years ago. But it was even before my time. Uh, wow. At the Rexplex, maybe in Edison, like in the first year or so of Ring of Honor. And then, and then Bubba Ray hasn't, though, right? I don't think so. I, I don't think he's ever been around. No. Kind of, kind of a strange deal where like Devon is like retired now, like working for WWE, but Bubba Ray is now in Ring of Honor, so. I don't know, kind of a strange deal, but just an exciting night all around. Pretty, pretty amazing. Pretty good surprises. Uh, I think I think the locker room was as surprised as the fans were. Yeah, with the especially the Hardys taking the tag team championships and the uh, impromptu title match. 
What else is on the show, Brian? A lot of um, a lot of big matches. The match between Dragon Lee and Will Ospreay uh, really wowed the crowd in the uh, Hammerstein Ballroom. Did you get to see any of that, Brian? Uh, I did not get to see any of that match. I was kind of in and out with a lot of it and trying to wa watch through curtains and uh, just oh. throughout the night. But I watched as much you know as much as I could and. Uh, you know the deal. It's tough sometimes just sit there and watch everything because you're, I don't know, you're back and forth, going to the bathroom, doing whatever. <laughs> like, so a lot of time going to the bathroom this on this on this <laughs> night. Well, yeah, I don't want to have to pee on the way home here. So that's I'm starting to feel uh, a little bit. Todd did have, does have a Gatorade bottle now, which does have a little bit wider mouth. Oh, thank goodness. So if I got to pee, I think it might be good this time. Just in case, make sure you, you make sure you drinks it all first. <laughs> well, that's part of the adventure. Ugh, my goodness gracious. What's that, Todd? It is dark in the car, so it certainly I, is. I may not know what's in there. <laughs> and it might be a little warm, though. And you won't see my pickle if i got to pull it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's pickle. It's, it's getting late, folks. Get into the pickle talk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is pickle talk. Pickle talk with, with Mike, Brian, and Todd. Yes. Uh, so, yes, go on the Twitter, at WPAN. I uh, was tweeting all night the results of Manhattan Mayhem with uh, photos and various other things and i'm sure you want to see the video on demand when it comes to rohwrestling.com uh, that is probably going to be a hot seller based on all the things that went down in uh, new york city this evening and um i think that's might be it here from the from the car on the road on the long road back to uh to home from from new york city brian yes uh, i'm proud of you mike you didn't try to get spoilers out of me even though, even though you were there in attendance, <laughs> I, I was I was there, and yes, uh, Brian, you did compete this evening against uh, someone who we cannot say, and there was a result that we cannot disclose as well. And uh, I guess you'll have to pay attention to Ring of Honor television. Yes, in the very near future to find out uh, what's going on with uh, the one and only Kingpin, the WPAN's own. Yeah, you're welcome, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so we'll be uh, we're gonna get out of the car and uh, we'll have more for you on the WPAN in just a second. All right, Kingpin. We are out of the car. We are back on solid ground. It is Sunday. It is a new day. Yes, it is. Uh, how you feeling? You got a good night's sleep? I take it. <laughs> no, no. I'm exhausted. I think I got like four and a half hours sleep. But it was worth it. It was a fantastic night, and uh, hopefully many more to come, buddy. Hopefully many more to come. So what happened in the match? Uh, well, you'll be able to see that in a few short weeks on Ring of Honor television. Uh, but you can catch me on, uh, on the latest episode of Ring of Honor television through uh, whatever, you know, whatever local station carries Ring of Honor in your area uh, or the Fight TV app or ROHWrestling.com. You are right there. Wow. <laughs> Hashtag wow. watch ROH. They train you well. <laughs> well done. <laughs> All right, folks. So we want your feedback, what we've done so far. I think this is really cool. We've done. We've kind of uh, taken you through Brian's entire weekend going to New York City. Now it's Sunday, Sunday afternoon. We're uh, releasing this on Monday. Let us know what you think of this episode. We'll do more like this maybe. Every Thursday on our BDA bonus podcast, we do something called Merv Griffin Time. It's a talkback segment where we interact with you, the listener. So tweet us at the WPAN on Twitter with your take on this week's episode. What do you think of this whole conversation? 
concept of coming on the road with us uh, and tweet us if you have any questions for me or the Kingpin. So it is at the WPAN and use the hashtag WPAN and we'll mention you and your tweets this Thursday on the BDA bonus episode of the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing. And there's also a way you can interact with us right here on the NAI Network every week. And that's through our voicemail line. So call 401-584-9726. That's 401-584-WPAN. We want to hear from you. We're going to get your voice on our podcast. And you can also go to Facebook.com slash the WPAN on your phone and then click the big blue call now button. That's another way that you can get into our voicemail line. Leave us a voicemail. We'll play it right here on the podcast. And now it's time for our talk with the owner and head trainer of the New England Pro Wrestling Academy, Brian Fury. But before we get into that, let's talk about our sponsor. People ask me, what do you mean, BDARadio.com? What does the BDA stand for? Big differences at Anthem? Yes, Anthem, the new owners of Impact Wrestling, no longer TNA, it is Impact Wrestling, and people like Mike Bennett and Maria, and of course, as we've talked about here today, the Broken Hardys, they are out, Alberto Del Rio, LAX, ODB, and more are in on Impact Wrestling, and do you know what this means? It means a lot of things, but what BDA Radio means is the most unique commentary on mixed martial arts and pro wrestling on the internet. They don't break news, they break the news with their wild commentary regarding MMA and wrestling. Head over to BDARadio.com and check out all the latest news on UFC, Bellator, WWE, and much more. Make an impact on your daily news intake at BDARadio.com. All right, so we have here with us now, he is the head trainer, the owner of the New England Pro Wrestling Academy that is in North Andover, Massachusetts. And this Thursday, March 9th, there will be a documentary, a mini documentary released about his final night in professional wrestling. It's called Thank You Fury. It is being done by the Strong Style Brand Clothing Company. And we have right here, Brian Fury. How are you, sir? I'm wonderful. How are you guys? We're doing all right, right, Brian? I'm very tired. But... Oh, boy. <laughs> so this is my my third time officially on the show, so I, I think that puts me second in line behind Mike Mills ten times on the show. <laughs> <laughs> You're gaining ground, though. You're gaining ground. <laughs> Slowly but surely. Yes. Yes, indeed. So the uh, it was December 16th of last year that you had your final match. It's been a few months, Brian. Uh, how are you feeling now that you're uh, out of the game, the pro wrestling game as a wrestler? I'll tell you what, my body feels fantastic. I <laughs> I really didn't realize just how much stress and whatever like my whole body had been going through. And after my last match, it was like two months of literally not doing much of anything as far as in the gym and stuff like that and really just resting. And I started back up there a couple of weeks ago and I really like it's weird to say that I can honestly feel the difference of how much better my body and my mind feels not having to, you know, go out there every week and keep killing myself, you know, three times a weekend and Monday morning come and start to grind all over again with work and going to the gym and everything else. So I'm feeling great physically, uh, mentally. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm in a good place with, you know, not wrestling anymore. I think the school really helps a lot with that. So I think it was a very wise decision. 
and the school seems to be thriving too. I was there for the fantasy camp that we've talked about here on the podcast uh, last Saturday, and there were a ton. It was a sea of humanity there at the <laughs> New England Pro Wrestling Academy last weekend. Yes, it was fantastic. Uh, largest turnout uh, we've ever had, um, 47 people. And I, uh, like I said to you that day, I attribute it to you guys. Well, Thank you. Here on the wrestling podcast about nothing. I couldn't be more grateful. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, where's our where's our cut? We're waiting for our check in the mail, Fury. <laughs> <laughs> All in due time. Uh, thank you. Thanks. So, so uh, Brian, December sixteenth, as we mentioned, your last night, and you had this camera crew following you around. I walked into the show at the Wolverine Elks Lodge and there's a camera crew around you. And I greeted you with cameras all around me. It was a little strange. How did this whole project come together with the, the documentary with strong style brand? Well, in general, I think when I announced my retirement, uh, right here on this podcast, actually, way Thank back you. in June or July or something like that. Um, I think it took on a life of its own and became a bigger thing than I ever thought or imagined that it would be to the point where Frankie from strong style brand who does a lot of like video work. He did some of like uh, the relentless stuff for JT Don and yes. he works on music videos and stuff for his band. So he does a lot of video work and he was looking for more things to do. And he thought um, like a documentary on my last night in the business would be a really cool thing for him to work on. And he asked me uh, at a show one day if he'd be willing I'd be willing to allow it. And I said, you know, definitely come on down. And then everything just kind of fell into place that evening and went perfectly. I know he had like a camera set up in another room where he was talking to people and getting sound bites and clips and stuff and an interview with me, as well as just following everything around and including the match and after the show speech and all kinds of stuff. So it all just fell into place pretty nicely after we talked and agreed on things. So he, uh, he followed you around all that day on, on December 16th? Uh, from the time that I got to the arena, yeah, until the time the show was over, he was pretty much with me almost the entire time, yeah. And he came to the school as well at one point? He came to the school like two weeks afterwards uh, to get some stuff from a, a couple students and to have clips of me training and stuff like that. Uh, the, the documentary is broken up into three parts, and the middle part has a lot of stuff about the school and my teaching and stuff like that. Uh, I think it's called Passing the Torch is like that second chapter or something along those lines. So it has me going through stuff with students and everything. Brian? Yes? Malonis, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. I'm just listening. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that okay? You, you were doing great. I, uh... <laughs> okay. I, just, I just don't want to be taking this whole thing over. <laughs> That's the good. relationship you guys have, though. The, 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 the beauty of your relationship is Crockett runs the ship. And then once in a while, Malonis gets angry that Crockett runs the ship and says his own thing. <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of the way it works, isn't it? It might, it might be Crockett's turn to get angry uh, because uh, I had the pleasure of recording some stuff and providing some, some sound clips uh, for this documentary. Yeah, how, how about you, Michael? Yeah, I was going to talk to you about this, Mr. Fury. Um, yeah, you, they talked to apparently all your close friends in, in wrestling and such, and uh, I never got a call. <laughs> yeah, they they um they did all those on the day, and I think they just thought your mind was really uh, going to be full of thoughts heading into the ring one last time, since you had taken quite the extended hiatus. Yes, uh, they didn't want to uh, they didn't want to burden you much more with uh, <laughs> uh, with an interview and sound clips and whatnot. Is is that what it was? 
<laughs> I think Mike Mills would say I, w- I would have got blown up talking. And uh, that would have that would have uh, impaired me later in the night. But uh, I've listened to this well, podcast enough. I, I know you don't get blown up talking. Trust me. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Crockett's anger with this reminds me of the uh, the episode in Seinfeld where George gets upset uh, at him and Jerry's friend for not telling him he had cancer. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched that episode. John Lovitz, correct? John Lovitz, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Next time, next time Brian Fury retires, he'll make his retirement more about you, Michael. Oh, thank you. That that would really be yeah, that really be nice. Uh, so, prick. <laughs> so Brian, you talked about the chapters. So uh, you have seen? Have you seen the finished product, or you've seen a version of the product? I've not seen the finished product yet. Um, I've seen like a rough draft of what the finished product is going to look like. I know there were some different edits and stuff. I know he changed the name from what it originally was to the Thank You Fury. Um, so. I have a rough idea of what it's going to look like uh, as far as the finished product goes. But yeah, it's broken up into three parts. Uh, the beginning is just kind of talking about me in general. has a lot of different things talking about me and people uh, with their relationships with me and things along those lines. That second part is me in the school and kind of teaching things. And that last part is all that last night in the uh, business and that match and my speech and the things afterwards and whatnot. And uh, so we did speak to you backstage right after the show. That is episode 35, and that's on the wrestling podcast About Nothing feed. You can check that out. We talked to Brian Fury and Alex Arion on December 16th right after the show. But they talked to a lot of people in your life, as we talked about, except for me. Um, did, anything that <laughs> any, did anything that anyone said like strike you or anything like that or anything that was in the documentary like surprise you? And the whole... It's weird because, like, I know I'm friends with people, and, and, and like in general, you go through life and you make friends with people, but you never actually get to hear their thoughts on you. Like, you know, your buddies and stuff, but you never get to feel like how you may have impacted them or things you have said or done that have changed them in ways. Um, so, for me, all of that stuff was really cool, and you know, it kind of it gets me a little choked up and stuff to hear some of the things people have to say about me. Um, it, it was so many different things from so many different people on there that I couldn't, you know, single one thing out or, or do it justice and stuff. It's just, it's weird to be in a position to actually hear what people truly think of you and, and types of impacts that you have made on their lives. It's, it's, it's really, it was really neat for me to watch that. Uh, Brian, take it. I was going to make a crack about how uh, all my sound bites burying Fury better be in it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I talked to the guy for like twenty minutes, and all I, I didn't have one good thing to say. So, I, I sure hope something's <laughs> in there like that. I mean, yeah, it's it's very strange. Yeah, yeah, no one really like wants to compliment you to your face, especially in our group of friends. It's just kind of like you know. <laughs> Just shit on each other and yeah. stuff like that. So yeah, that's, that's pretty much all we do. You guys got a little bit of a taste of that on the uh, Royal Rumble episode with, with a couple. couple <laughs> yes. Of yes. Yeah, I mean that's just what we do is we rag on each other throughout the day and on a regular basis. So it's kind of different to hear the uh, the complete opposite of that. So <laughs> what do you think the people out there listening right now uh, on the NAI network? What do you think they'll get out of this? Why do you think they should uh, take a look at Thank You Fury on from a uh, strong style brand? I think anybody that is a fan of professional wrestling 
on any level. And they watched a lot of like the WWE 24 type documentaries and things along those lines. This type of thing, I guess, runs along that type of show or entertainment thing. Um, really get to see some of the backstage stuff, really get to see interviews and just talking. Um, it's kind of like a different side besides just the in the ring stuff that most people just get to see. Like I said, we're out. I know when I was a fan of pro wrestling and all I saw was the in the ring stuff because a lot of the backstage stuff wasn't around back then. As soon as those documentaries or DVDs and different things came out, I know I, I ate them all up so I could see other aspects of these wrestlers. Um, and it was, you know, really cool when those things started happening. So to see that on the independent level, I think is really neat to see because it's not something that you see often other than like maybe something from a ring of honor thing here and there but uh it's much different than the wwe stuff as as you both know but i don't think the fans necessarily realize the differences yet right and that's kind of what we try to do here on the podcast is kind of pull the curtain back on the independent scene so i guess if you like this podcast i'm sure you really enjoy thank you fury uh it comes out this thursday march 9th and you can find it at youtube.com slash strongstyle or go to strongstylebrand.com. And it is Thank You, Fury. It's a documentary coming this week about the final night, actually about Brian's training, about his uh, friendships he's forged, and about the final night of his professional wrestling career. And Brian, how do they get in touch with you if they want to be a professional wrestler, if they're in the New England area or actually anywhere, if they want to come to North Andover, Massachusetts, and train with Brian Fury. Uh, the website is neprowrestling.com. That's also our Twitter handle. That is also our Instagram handle and facebook.com slash neprowrestling. You can hit me up on any of those. We usually answer everything within usually a couple hours after getting emails or messages and stuff. And we play answer any questions that you may or may not have regarding professional wrestling training. That is fantastic, and uh, once again, it is great to talk with you, and hopefully we can have you back again and continue to chip away at the Mike Mills record. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I also want to go on record saying uh, he definitely lost the Uncivil War. I don't care what those votes say. (laughs) And uh, yes, uh, hopefully someday I will catch up to Mike Mills. Yes. (laughs) Thank you very much, Brian. Thank you. Well, speaking of Mike Mills, we want to make sure we give a little love to the Book in the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. They do two shows a week. Sundays is the Smoky Mountain Wrestling Review Show, and then Thursdays they do with their original show. Now they're talking about World Championship Wrestling, the old 605 Saturday Night Show. They're reviewing that each and every week on Thursday nights, so make sure you check out Book in the Territory. They're on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. And I want to make sure I give a big shout out to the Check in the Boots Podcast that is Chip K. Fabe, Referee Tony S at Chip KCTB on Twitter at referee Tony S on Twitter. They are doing a wonderful job. They're doing great things. You can get that wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, the Hurricane Rana podcast. They do Facebook Live every Wednesday. Make sure you like 59 Media on Facebook. That is the word 50, the number nine media on Facebook to see all of their Facebook Live stuff. It's a great thing. Make sure you check that out. And of course, I can't forget everyone on the NAI network, DC and Doc, DDT Wrestling. Now it's called DC and Doc Talk. And of course, we have Rant with Ant. We have Late Night Liam. You got the Pipe Bomb with McCool and Company. There is Indie Pop. There is the Inside Perspective every other week with the one 
and only Scotty Slade. Everything here on the New Age Insiders Network. If you check us out on Mondays, make sure you give everyone else a listen all week long on the NAI Network. All right now, Kingpin, it is time for the promo about nothing. And the year? 1981. The AWA, the American Wrestling Association, was in full swing in Minnesota. And let's listen to this promo. One of the biggest names in the history of the AWA in Minnesota was a guy by the name of Dick the Bruiser. There's a big match he's got coming up in 1981, and we're going to hear about it right here in this week's Promo About Nothing. Be at the amphitheater on Saturday, October 17th. By next week at this time, we'll tell you the wrestlers on that card. Next Saturday night, September 26th, at the Hammond Civic Center. What a tremendous card there. In the main event, a handicapped saddle match. It'll be one man versus two. Dick DeBruza takes on Christy and the Reverend Hampton, who's with me right now. You'll also see Dr. Graham versus Moose Cholak, Savage versus the great Olympic star Wojciechowski. The Saint wrestles Tom Lynch. It'll be Mark Manson against Bold Eagle. And fans in Cicero at the Cicero Stadium on Friday, October 9th, 8.30 p.m. A great card there. But the one we're looking forward to right now is next Saturday, the 26th, at the Hammond Civic Center. That's the night you'll see one man, Dick the Bruiser, go against two men, Christian Hampton and fans. Here's the saddle. The loser. The loser gets down on his hands and knees. And the winner puts the saddle on his back, rides him around the ring. Boy, <laughs> what? what a humiliating experience that would be. Yeah, I heard you mention he's the damn most dangerous man. But I'm going to tell you something. He might be to you, but after next Saturday night, he won't be. After me and Paul Christian ride him. I just <laughs> can't wait to ride that dick to Boozer. Well, now, wait, well, just a minute. You know, Dick the Bruiser has never lost a match of this kind. He never lost. Well, this is going to be one of his losers right here when me and I and Paul ride him this saddle. Fans, you'll see absolutely the most exciting match you'll ever see at the Hammond Civic Center <laughs> next Saturday, September 26th, starting at 8.30 p.m. Remember, a handicapped saddle match. Dick DeBruiser wrestles Paul Christie and Reverend Hampton. I want to see this match. A saddle match, Brian. I want to understand the words that were coming out of that man's mouth because (laughs) he was complete mush mouth. (laughs) Well, he wants wants to ride Dick, the bruiser. (laughs) Yes, that was Reverend Tiny Hampton. The manager of Paul Christie and the two of them were going to take on Dick the Bruiser in this handicap saddle match. Have you ever heard of this uh, concept for the saddle match, Brian? I have not. And what I've also not heard of is uh, is a manager who usually serves as the mouthpiece for a wrestler not being able to cut a promo himself. Yeah, he uh, he had a little trouble there. Uh, the announcer, too, which I couldn't uh, quite figure out who it was, he didn't quite seem like a polished uh, a polished mic man either. But, uh, I mean, he, he got through it, and he just didn't sound like, you know, the those voices that you're used to in, in wrestling, like the Gene Okerlunds and even other guys in the AWA that you've seen, like uh, Ron Trongard and stuff like that. But, yeah, the this Reverend Tiny Hampton, 
He, uh, <laughs> he, did, he wasn't exactly the most, uh, yeah, you think of a, a reverend, a guy on a pulpit, just kind of, you know, he's almost uh, mellifluous in the, way that he, in the way he speaks, but uh, not this reverend. <laughs> no, you figured he'd be a little more articulate than, uh, than he was able to pull off, but you know, this Saturday night, this, this saddle. <laughs> so, can't wait to ride him cannot wait to ride dick the bruiser and uh, would I, you I, just... I want to see this match now i want to see the well more importantly i want to see the aftermath of this match i'm guessing that dick the bruiser did not uh lose this match no i'm just no, gonna but, a wild guess like is the crowd going wild while he's riding <laughs> one of them like i don't know like, would weird... you participate if you were booked in a saddle match would you participate well, it depends on what they paid me. <laughs> and if, you know, you refuse to do the job. Is that what you're going to you're gonna say as well? No, no. Everybody has a price, Michael. <laughs> How much would it cost to get you to have a, a saddle strapped onto your back well, and I'm to walk gonna, around the ring? You know, I'm not going to saddle a number to myself. You know, much like oh, okay. saddle a human being. But you know, if there's a promoter out there that wants to talk uh, money for this sort of match with me. Hey, you'll find out in a few moments how to book the kingpin. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. I really want to know how a crowd reacts to this. Do, are, yeah, are you happy? Are you cheering? Are you repulsed? Many emotions, I'm sure, would come over the people that had to witness a grown man riding another man with a, a horse saddle on his back. It's weird and wild stuff. it's weird wild stuff yes uh so uh send in if you have any videos out there of saddle matches we want to see them we want to see uh these uh saddle matches apparently dick the bruiser has never lost a match of this kind meaning there's been more than one (laughs) king of the saddle matches (laughs) (laughs) dusty's king of the bunkhouse matches dick the bruiser king of the saddle matches unbelievable (laughs) yes so uh let us know out there if you've ever seen a saddle match if you have video of a saddle match we need to see it right here on the wrestling podcast about nothing And you've heard this promo, but if you want to see the full picture, find the link to the video in the description of this episode on the NAI Network. Well, Brian, you and I together were traveling down the highways and byways this past weekend, but this coming weekend and future weekends in March and beyond, you will be hitting the highways and byways, crisscrossing this great nation of ours, plying your trade as a professional wrestler, and you, I'm sure, I mean, after this, I mean, you're a top prospect, you're a ring of honor, you, I'm positive, have dates to share with the folks. I do, Mike. This Friday night, I'll be heading to Brockton, Massachusetts for Top Rope Promotions. Uh, Check out Top Rope Promotions on Facebook uh, and Twitter for all the details on that. Saturday night, I'll be making my way to your old stomping grounds, Mike. Western Massachusetts, Hadley, Mass to be exact, Pioneer Valley Pro Wrestling. Uh, I will be in the main event in a three-way bout for the heavyweight championship. Uh, It'll be myself. Uh, versus Wrecking Ball Ligurski versus a friend Uh-oh. of uh, the podcast, Big Bacon himself, Brad Hollister. So uh, that'll be a big uh, big triple threat match there, Mike. 
Oh my goodness! Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm fighting. I'm fighting uh, uh, friends of the podcast now, so I'm very sorry about that. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. Don't don't hurt him. Don't hurt. Well, don't hurt his ears at least. We need to keep on listening. All right. <laughs> so then, uh, the seventeenth, I'll be heading uh, to Northern Essex Community College for the big one for Chaotic Wrestling Cold Fury. I will be teaming with the lovely Davy Ann to take on Mike Webb and Ashley Vox. Uh, Cody Rhodes will also be on this big event. Uh, and then that Sunday, March the 19th, I'll be heading to Worcester for Beyond Wrestling at the Electric Haze. Uh, for details on Cold Fury, Chaotic's Cold Fury, go to chaoticwrestling.com uh, and check out their social media. And for info on Beyond Wrestling, check out their social media. Always very active, always plugging their stuff away. And then I'll give you one final date, Mike. April the 1st, uh, I will be heading to Newburyport. Uh, for the return of Atlantic Pro Wrestling. And you uh, ain't fooling. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Uh, check out AtlanticProWrestling.com and their Facebook page for all the deets. All right, fantastic. I'm and, freaking uh, tired, man. I don't know yeah, if you can hear it in my voice. I am exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to let you take a nap. We'll be back on Thursday, we promise, with a new episode of the BDA Bonus Podcast. Search WPAN on your favorite podcatcher or go to BDAradio.com and then join us back here next Monday on the NAI Network for episode 47 of the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing. Till then, he is the Kingpin Brian Malonis. I'm Mike Crockett. Big ups to Mucko and thanks for nothing. Nothing.